In life, there are many questions. I'm pretty sure you have questions. However, as you and I know, there are some that the answer is not really that important. We will figure out as we go. But there are other questions that we must receive an answer because it's a matter of life or death. Uh, many times you see on television a person who is trying to commit suicide and they usually get a negotiator to try to negotiate the person with the person. They try to make the person understand that his or her life has value. So they're negotiating so that that person can understand that his or her life has value. I want to post a question to you. And it's the same question that was asked in Acts chapter 15, excuse me, Acts chapter 16, verses, verse 30, verse 30, and it says, And he brought them out and said, Sirs, listen, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. We have a situation here. We have a soldier who asked Paul and Silas a question that we must also ask. What must I do to be saved? For some reason, this man understood that his life needed something more. And it was called salvation. You see, he just imprisoned two men. One named Paul, one named Silas, for preaching the good news of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. They were preaching and many were coming to believe in Jesus. So the powers, the governing authority of that region decided that it would be best to incarcerate them. And they took them In verse 25 says, But having received such a charge, he put them into an, the inner prison and fastened their feet in stocks. But, hallelujah. Notice he took him to the deepest part of that prison and put handcuffs and strapped their feet. And then took them to the inner part of that prison, the darkest part of that prison. But something interesting happened. This, this is what happened. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying. Number one, they were praying. They were having a conversation with God. They were calling out to God. They were not complaining about the situation. Because that's what happened when you have a heart that's full of salvation. Instead of complaining, you pray to the Lord. Because the Bible says, do not be anxious for anything. But in every situation, pray about everything. Hallelujah. And the Lord will give you peace. That surpasses our understanding. So they were praying. And not only that, they were also singing. They were singing hymns. So wait a second. They're in prison. They just have been beaten. And yet, they are singing. Yes, 
It says here, and they were singing things to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. There were other prisoners in that cell. There were other uh, prisoners in that jail who represent people who are incarcerated by their sins. Jesus Christ says, whoever sins is a slave to sin. There's a lot of people who wish they could be free from alcoholism. They could be free from drug addiction. They could be free from being a person that instead of going to work, they'd rather go outside and, and do harm, steal, rob, or whatever they can, they can do to try to get an easy buck instead of working. And they feel my, you know, has been in my family for a while, so I want to do it too. But there's other people who are, they feel good, they feel rich, they feel they don't need God at all. Those people are also in danger. People who feel they have it all. How many times do we see movie stars committing suicide because they get to the point that they say, what else is there? What else is there in life? I tried drugs. I tried sex. I tried everything. And still I, I feel empty. I feel that I need something more. You see, this soldier was a Roman soldier. He had authority. He had a great job. He was in charge of the prisoners. But all of a sudden, only two men filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with God, went into his prison, and they sang hymns, and they prayed, and the prisoners heard this. You see, this is why we're sharing the gospel, because we want you to hear it as well. We also want to sing hymns. We also want to do, we, we have been praying, and we're praying for your salvation, so that you may come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. There's no other way to be saved. There's no other uh, form of salvation. There's no other person who has been given the authority to, be, to give us a way to salvation. Or rather yet, he is the way to salvation. He says here, and it, uh, let me keep reading. So the prisoners were listening to them. Listening to what? Listening to Paul and Silas sing hymns at midnight. After being beaten, after being put in chains, they are singing, they're praising God. That's the joy that the Holy Spirit gives. That could be yours. It says in verse 26, suddenly there, were, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of that prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loose. And the keeper of that pris prison awakened from the sleep, seeing the prison doors open, and believing that the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to commit suicide, was about to kill himself. But Paul negotiated something with him. But Paul called with a loud voice and saying, do, not, do no harm to yourself, for we are all here. He negotiated. In verse 29, then he called for a light and ran and fell down, trembling before Paul and Silas, the soldier, fell trembling before Paul and Silas, because he understood there was this earthquake just happened, but it was not a normal earthquake. It says it was shaken to the very foundation, the foundation that brought those men into prison, the drug addiction, the, the murder, the rape, the uh, anything that, the uh, uh, sense of pride, everything, the all everything that can imprison an individual into sin was shaken up. And the man was came before Paul and, and Silas trembling. And, you know, he asked the question that they didn't even ask. It's, he said, what must I do to be saved? 
He understood that he needed salvation. He understood that God was real. He understood that God was a real God and that he needed to make things right before God. God is not a cartoon. God is not a marble character. God is real. And he's interested in you, so interested in you that he sent his only son so that you may know him, so that you can be saved, so that you can be rescued. And his rescue was, was full of love. He says, greater love has no man than to lay down his own life for his friends. He gave his life for you. He gave his life for you. And he says, no one takes my life. He says he lay it down willfully so that you can be saved. So this man is asking the right question. What must I do? What action must we do to be saved? And what is it? He's verse 31. says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Just you believe in him. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. Confess him as your Lord and Savior. And this is what will happen. You will be saved. You will be saved. You will be rescued. You will be delivered. You will be set free. If you believe in Jesus. What does it mean to believe? Does it mean, okay, I know that he's real. Believe means to accept him. As it says in Romans 10. If you believe in your heart. And confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And that he resurrected on the third day. You shall be saved. Because he made a way where there was no other way of salvation. He made himself the highway to God. But if you believe this, if you confess this right now, wherever you are, Jesus, I receive you into my heart. I believe that you came down to the earth and that you lived a life for me to be able to, 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 to accept the Lord as my Lord and Savior. You lived a perfect life. And now, Lord God, you went to the cross to pay for my sins. And now, Lord, I stand here and I say, Father, forgive me. Write my name in the book of life and save me. This can be yours, my friend. This salvation. So, it says here, you and your household. Is there someone in your family that's struggling? That you feel they need salvation? Is there no peace in your home? Well, invite Jesus in and there will be peace. So, I will close with this. Father God, whoever heard this message, I pray that in your name, Lord God, they may come to salvation. That they may know you as Lord and Savior and they may be saved. In Jesus' name, amen. This is your brother Amado from Roundtable Talks. God bless you. Salvation Sundays. In life, there are many questions. I'm pretty sure you have questions. However, as you and I know, there are some that the answer is not really that important. We will figure out as we go. But there are other questions that we must receive an answer because it's a matter of life or death. Uh, many times you see on television a person who is trying to commit suicide and they usually get a negotiator to try to negotiate the person with the person they try to make the person understand that his or her life has value. So they're negotiating so that that person can understand that his or her life has value. I want to uh, post a question to you. And it's the same question that was asked in Acts chapter 15, excuse me, Acts chapter 16, 
verses verse 30 verse 30 and it says and he brought them out and said sirs listen what must i do to be saved so they said believe on the lord jesus christ and you will be saved you and your household then they spoke the word of the lord to him and to all who were in his house we have a situation here we have a soldier who asked paul and silas a question that we must also ask what must i do to be saved for some reason this man understood that his life needed something more and it was called salvation you see he just imprisoned two men one named paul one named silas for preaching the good news of the resurrection of jesus christ they were preaching and many were coming to believe in jesus so the powers the governing authority of that region decided that it would be best to incarcerate them and they took them in verse 25 says but having received such a charge he put them into an, the inner prison and fastened their feet in stocks but hallelujah notice he took him to the deepest part of that prison and put handcuffs and strapped their feet and then took them to the inner part of that prison the darkest part of that prison but something interesting happened it, this this is what happened but at midnight paul and silas were praying number one they were praying they were having a conversation with god they were calling out to god they were not complaining about the situation because that's what happened when you have a heart that's full of salvation Instead of complaining, you pray to the Lord because the Bible says, do not be anxious for anything, but in every situation, pray about everything. Hallelujah. And the Lord will give you peace. That's a pastor's of understanding. So they were praying. And not only that, they were also singing. They were singing hymns. So wait a second. They're in prison. They just have been beaten. And yet, they are singing Yes, it says here, and they were singing things to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. There were other prisoners in that cell. There were other uh, prisoners in that jail who represent people who are incarcerated by their sins. Jesus Christ says, whoever sins is a slave to sin. There's a lot of people who wish they could be free from alcoholism they could be free from drug addiction they could be free from being a person that instead of going to work they rather go outside and and do harm steal rob or whatever they can they can do to try to get an easy buck instead of working and they feel my you know has been in my family for a while so i want to do it too but there's other people who are they feel good they feel rich they feel they don't need god at all those people are also in danger people who feel they have it all how many times do we see movie stars 
committing suicide because they get to the point that they say, what else is there? What else is there in life? I tried drugs. I tried sex. I tried everything. And still, I, I feel empty. I feel that I need something more. You see, this soldier was a Roman soldier. He had authority. He had a great job. He was in charge of the prisoners. But all of a sudden, only two men filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with God, went into his prison and they sang hymns and they prayed. And the prisoners heard this. You see, this is why we're sharing the gospel because we want you to hear it as well. We also want to sing hymns. We also want to do, we, we have been praying and we're praying for your salvation so that you may come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. There's no other way to be saved. There's no other uh, form of salvation. There's no other person who has been given the authority to, be, to give us a way to salvation. Or rather yet, he is the way to salvation. He says here, and let me keep reading. So the prisoners were listening to them. Listening to what? Listening to Paul and Silas sing hymns at midnight. After being beaten, after being put in chains, they are singing, they're praising God. That's the joy that the Holy Spirit gives. That could be yours. It says in verse 26, suddenly there, were, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of that prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loose. And the keeper of that pris prison awakened from the sleep, seeing the prison doors open, and believing that the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to commit suicide, was about to kill himself. But Paul negotiated something with him. But Paul called with a loud voice and saying, do, not, do no harm to yourself, for we are all here. He negotiated. In verse 29, then he called for a light and ran and fell down, trembling before Paul and Silas, the soldier, fell trembling before Paul and Silas, because he understood there was this earthquake just happened, but it was not a normal earthquake. It says it was shaken to the very foundation, the foundation that brought those men into prison, the drug addiction, the, the murder, the rape, the uh, anything that, the uh, pr sense of pride, everything, the all everything that can imprison an individual into sin was shaken up. And the man was came before Paul and Silas trembling. And, you know, he asked the question that they didn't even ask. He said, what must I do to be saved? He understood that he needed salvation. He understood that God was real. He understood that God was a real God and that he needed to make things right before God. God is not a cartoon. God is not a marble character. God is real. And he's interested in you. So interested in you that he sent his only son so that you may know him, so that you can be saved, so that you can be rescued. And his rescue was, f was full of love. He says, greater love has no man than to lay down his own life for his friends. He gave his life for you. He gave his life for you. And he says, no one takes my life. He says he lay it down willfully so that you can be saved. So this man is asking the right question. What must I do? What action must we do to be saved? And what is it? He's verse 31. says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, you believe in him. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. Confess him as your Lord and Savior. And this is what will happen. You will be saved. You will be saved. 
you will be rescued. You will be delivered. You will be set free. If you believe in Jesus. What does it mean to believe? Does it mean, okay, I know that he's real. Believe means to accept him. As it says in Romans 10. If you believe in your heart. And confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And that he resurrected on the third day. You shall be saved. Because he made a way where there was no other way of salvation. He made himself the highway to God. But if you believe this, if you confess this right now, wherever you are, Jesus, I receive you into my heart. I believe that you came down to the earth and that you lived a life for me to be able to, 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 to accept the Lord as my Lord and Savior. You lived a perfect life. And now, Lord God, you went to the cross to pay for my sins. And now, Lord, I stand here and I say, Father, forgive me. Write my name in the book of life and save me. This can be yours, my friend. This salvation. So, it says here, you and your household. Is there someone in your family that's struggling? That you feel they need salvation? Is there no peace in your home? Well, invite Jesus in and there will be peace. So, I will close with this. Father God, whoever heard this message, I pray that in your name, Lord God, they may come to salvation. That they may know you as Lord and Savior and they may be saved. In Jesus' name, amen. This is your brother Amado from Roundtable Talks. God bless you. Salvation Sundays.